0: welcome to the unaccepted podcast the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans i'm your host tony and i'm manny and we got a we got an episode we're gonna have we're gonna talk about xbox versus playstation again in a different way right right uh 3g is shutting down and we're going to tell you why we care <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's actually a really big uh, Yeah, a little bit, a little bit It will actually have a big impact And
0: then uh, we're going to do a half review on the GTO anime we talked about last week mm-hmm. uh, There's some other things And we're also going to have a little announcement at the end of the episode Indeed Yes But first, as always, Manny How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm tired You're tired?
1: I'm tired and I'm sick of COVID. For the second time. <laughs> For the second time, I got COVID. Yikes. Yes. So we
0: are recording remote again.
1: Luckily, it was the Omicron variant. It's the weakest variant. So since I'm already vaccinated, CDC guidelines, if you're not showing symptoms, the it's basically five days you have to worry about being quarantined and stuff. So pretty much after the sixth day, honestly, I was just feeling much better, honestly. So I'm already up and running, going back to work, and I've had no issues so far. Just a lingering cough, which is kind of basic, honestly, because I had a lingering cough from the actual COVID-19 when I first got it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And last time it was pretty bad. It was bad, yes. Matter of fact, it was around this time. It was. (laughs) Because I think I had to do the year-end episode without you, right? Indeed. Actually, yes. Yes. Yeah, I had to do the year-end episode without you, and I did it with Sparky. Uh Uh-huh. Because you were sick with COVID.
1: (laughs) So basically, this is my one-year anniversary celebrating COVID again.
0: I mean, what better way to get in touch than getting COVID again? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm glad you're feeling better,
1: buddy. <laughs> I mean, like I said, um, I'm doing much better. I'm up and running and feel great right now just to have the lingering cough. And honestly, it feels good to be outside again after a week just working.
0: Okay, cool, cool.
1: Though I did take the time to catch up on a lot of anime.
0: Really? You, as long you as I wasn't the asleep. You
1: down? Oh, hell no. That's never going to happen. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> the queue will never happen because the queue is constantly always growing.
0: Yes, that is true. That is true. So which ones did you catch up on?
1: Uh, Ranking of Kings, Jobless Reincarnation, uh, Scissor 7. I finally finished it and cut up to Season 3. Okay. And I'm pretty sure you did already too, huh? Yes, yes, I did. Tell me why season three was amazing
0: you know that is just a fun anime dude and they just had fun with it
1: but did you realize like how it got more serious with with the story and especially with the action and everything it just became more thrilling honestly to me
0: it did but it you know from the beginning it kind of gave you the foreshadowing that they actually had a good story in there, you know? What oh, I mean? yeah,
1: it definitely they
0: foreshadowed it so much that it to a certain point, I was like, okay, they're having a ton of fun with all this like stupid shit, but come on, give me the story.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they did. No, it came out really, really well. I, I totally ship 7 and 13. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> but I also
1: ship... Her sister with uh, the Invincible Virgin, dude.
0: Me <laughs> and called him Manny.
1: Oh, hell no.
0: Sorry, Manny. This is what we do when we're watching stuff together.
1: righty, I'm logging off. Bye. <laughs> it was a great episode. See you guys next week.
0: Alright. <laughs> You know what? Thinking about it, too, I think we were supposed to do a follow-up review on uh, Scissor 7, too. Oh, we were. But I think I just got caught up watching it, and I just binged the whole thing, and... yeah, <laughs> It'd be like that, though. It really does. It really does. The The mood struck me, and I binged the whole thing. It was good. I, I really enjoyed it. Nice, nice. All right, what else did you catch up on? Oh, uh, I mean...
1: I would say I didn't really catch up that much uh, after that, mainly because of like how exhausted my body was dealing with COVID again. So quite a good time. I was just mainly just resting and sleeping, too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. And since um everybody's working now, so I had no one to be with to play fours or anything either.
0: Oh, the shame.
1: Oh, there was one anime that I checked out just out of consideration for a friend who liked it. And I and after I watched, it, I was like, dude, do you have a mom complex or what the fuck? Oh, geez, well, what was it? Do you love your mom and her hit two hit multi-target attacks? What? <laughs> right okay <laughs>
0: and it and it had to be one of those like really long titles too huh
1: yes it's busy right. a mom that wants to rekindle her her relationship with her son because her son became distant and cold towards her so she agrees to get transported into a video game by force with him so they can bond okay <laughs> it was retarded i talked shit on. i was like you, you have a mom complex dude <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it was not good don't recommend
1: uh no i do not recommend this one at all
0: all right all right if it's you saying that then uh you know i'll believe that for sure
1: <laughs> trust me you would not like it
0: got it duly noted well, that's right. pretty much it i would say oh that's cool that's cool well like i said i'm glad you got your rest and you're feeling better but definitely Let's, let's try to keep this shit from happening again, Manny. I- uh, let's hope so. <laughs> All right. Well, that's cool. Uh, for me, it was, I was supposed to have like a nice chill weekend. Um, ironically, because everybody that I was going to do some dog training with this weekend caught COVID. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so everybody called me up and canceled. But um I got a couple more calls for some new people and I ended up going out to train their dogs instead. Okay, not bad. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, no. Pretty cool. One of them's a little rottweiler <coughs> puppy, the other one's a German Shepherd. hmm And uh one of them wants to do some bite work, so that's gonna be entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? The the German Shepherd.
1: Oh, I thought it was a Rottweiler.
0: No, no, no. They just want to pet. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> they want a pet that's not going to, you know, like work, work. You know, mm-hmm. so that that's cool. That'll be an easy one for sure. Okay, but all right, Manny. Enough with the fucking chit chat. Let's get let's get started here. All right. So, first headline: Xbox and PlayStation production.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, as we already know, the chip shortage is still is still continuing yep and we're not going to see that happen as well because i mean we already talked about this in the, one of our previous episodes the production practices are like very outdated but it would take them too long to r&d new production methods for new for semiconductor and computer chips and just cause this chip shortage to be even bigger of a hassle so uh, we already see like some attempts Where, like, it's been reported that Sony is now to alleviate the situation with the demand for PS5s. They're going to basically produce more PS4s.
0: Correct. And we know that uh, at the start of the pandemic, pretty much Xbox stopped production on the Xbox One completely. They did. They did just to focus on producing the new ones, right?
1: The new gens, which which is the complete opposite from Sony.
0: Yeah. So the question really is, who's doing the right thing?
1: I'm gonna say Xbox. Xboxes, and you know,
0: I I have to agree with you on it. It's kind of fucked up that they're just straight up going like, no, nah, we'll just keep selling them the old stuff. I mean, maybe from a business. Sidewise, maybe they're seeing enough purchases of the PS4 to where they're like, yeah, we can just still keep selling all these PS4s, and they're still going to have to upgrade later.
1: I mean, granted, Sony sold millions of copies for the PS5s last year, which was a great achievement for me. I forgot the numbers, but the majority of those numbers are people that will never get the chance to play them because they're all bought by scalpers as well
0: yeah (laughs) yeah that's true
1: so there's countless ps5s that are being not being utilized because of the high prices from the scalpers
0: true 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 but you know i don't i don't you know just from like a business standpoint it doesn't matter if they're being used it's no 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 no. i know that sold you know what i mean
1: i know that i'm just like also like bring up the other situation that's going on with the, with the numbers as well. Yeah,
0: but I don't think PlayStation cares about that. I think oh, what yeah, they no, care of course. about is no. that if they can still sell the PS4s, they know every PS4 they sell is still going to be somebody that's going to upgrade to a PS5 later. Oh, definitely. Versus now Xbox ones are going to deplete out away and they're only going to have the new ones, right? Mm-hmm. So every Xbox that sold is a almost permanent sale for the next X amount of years till they release a new Xbox again, right?
1: Which we won't probably
0: want to see for a good while. Exactly, exactly. So that's why from a business side, if PlayStation's able to sell and and move those PS4s, maybe they're making the better decision. From a consumer side, fuck them, make more PS5s.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I could care less because I already have one
0: oh that's true that's true you have a very good friend that i'm sorry manny i'd have sold that shit too <laughs> <laughs> i would not have fucking gave it to you <laughs> this man being real manny <laughs> but you're not a real friend i mean i'll i'll take you out to dinner be all right
1: <laughs> hmm that sounds kind of tempting now
0: Right, yeah, see, bribe it with food, it's all good. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I really don't don't see this being bad for PlayStation, but it's still kind of shitty.
1: It is kind of shitty, and I still that's why I still favor Xbox because it kind of shows that they want to focus on new stuff, not continue with the old stuff as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah.
1: the servers for the servers and the online platforms for the Xbox one won't. Aren't going to stop. It was just production that stopped. So the Xbox One's still going to be going off going, going strong for a long time.
0: Yeah, they're just not making new consoles.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Whereas, so- I mean, whereas like the PS3, in consideration when we talked about like a while back in one of our previous episodes too, that they were going to basically take off online features now for. The PS3, which kind of gave them some backlash towards Sony, so they kept the online features for people to play multiplayer and to still buy games and everything.
0: Yeah, did they did they still have the 360 online features?
1: Oh, that I don't know. Actually, I, I I've never, never dealt, dealt to too much
0: side to side, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know. That would be interesting.
0: Definitely would be, buddy.
1: But who knows? I mean. I mean, like, do you think the 360 is still...
0: Relevant?
1: Yeah, relevant. I was trying to think of the word right now.
0: (laughs) Uh, No, but I don't think it's any more relevant than a PS3 is.
1: Oh, That is true. That is true.
0: Right? I still have a couple PS3s in the house. I don't fucking use them. You have a couple? Yeah. Oh, shit. I did not know that. Yeah, I got an OG backwards compatible... Um, Like the, what is it, the 80 gigabyte, whatever, that the one that the the first production ones that were actually backwards compatible with the PS1s. Mm -hmm. And then I have a slim version as well.
1: Oh, so, yeah. never mind. I was thinking of something. No, I uh, I was looking up, uh, see if uh, online servers are still active for the 360, but no, they're still active, it looks like.
0: Really? Oh, shit. Well, but there's a
1: possibility them. that servers might shut down this year for it
0: i mean fuck kudos to them i guess you know it, i guess it's kind of showing that xbox is uh the console for the people really <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they're gonna focus on keeping the people happy
1: yeah because some games are already announcing that they're on, they're shutting down the like online servers and everything, like yeah. halo apparently halo for 360 now on their online services are going to be shutting down january 13th which was actually just a few days ago
0: it was meant to be mm-hmm. <laughs> all right well yeah regarding this story i think definitely xbox is gonna keep a bit more loyalty after the these kinds of moves yeah, right, definitely um i i know for sure there's a lot of people with a sour taste in their mouth with the whole scalping situation happening so hard on the playstation and it's just going to get worse. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder how that's going to actually if it if it even is going to f- affect their reputation going forward, you know?
1: Well, logistics-wise, I think it's going to be harder now because I don't know if you heard what happened in LA just recently this week.
0: Negative. What's up?
1: Uh so a cargo train derailed and everybody flooded towards the train and broke open into the containers and stole all the all the products inventory and everything merchandise yeah so the streets of la and the railroad tracks were just flooded with packages as people stole products and goods so if this becomes a trend we're going to see logistics becoming harder to get products to people
0: you know i don't think there's going to be a trend of derailing (laughs) cargoes. no no i know that (laughs) But yeah, definitely. If it ever does happen, they're gonna get looted, especially in LA. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're gonna be looted for sure. All right. Well, let's and, move on. Or oh, you got something else?
1: Well, no. I mean, I was gonna go on to a tangent with uh, with another interesting uh, thing that happening with Microsoft, especially. Uh, I mean, as we also talked about in one of our in some of our previous episodes, we have that situation with Activision Blizzard um, ever since they went into litigation with uh, the with the government for on basically very horrendous workplace uh, culture and everything i don't know if you remember that
0: yeah 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 the boys club
1: the boys club indeed the the and with this whole situation taking a turn microsoft is now bidding a deal to purchase activision blizzard really yeah so lots of people are kind of interested to see how this is going to play out, especially um, especially with the whole scandal that Activision Blizzard has right now after being sued from the state of California for all the workplace culture and everything from previous years of workplace discrimination, gender discrimination, racial discrimination, everything basically to the scales. And some people are kind of thinking... <clears throat> Some people are kind of thinking this might be the chance for Activision to finally set its site on a fresh start, and Microsoft maybe buying Activision Blizzard and instituting new chairmen, CEOs, and higher management positions.
0: Yeah, kind of uh, drain the swamp. Yeah, exactly. Okay.
1: So everybody is thinking that CEO of Activision Blizzard, Bobby Kot- uh, Kotick will resign but apparently from microsoft's announcements that it kind of sounds like they're not pretending that it's an issue so and they're they're going to keep uh ceo Kotick in position
2: okay so
1: i mean the ceo Kotick. i mean with him though alone are we going to see all the the biggest concern also for everybody else is is all the other people in the higher management positions that turn a blind eye to all these situations, are they going to stay in, in their present positions as well or what's going to happen as well?
0: Yeah, I, the thing is, I wonder if there's like, because um, I'm sure there's contracts and things, right? Mm-hmm. And has there been a case basically uh, proving everything, right? Like legally proving everything.
1: Uh, so that's a weird situation too because because yeah, there is has been some accusations that activision activision Blizzard is also committing foliage of evidence as well
0: well that, that's what I mean though so that's if there's no like done proven case that proves like guilty party kind of thing mm-hmm. I'm sure some of these higher end executives have contracts so that if a company gets bought out they don't just get fired on their ass that's true You know what I mean? So without any probable cause, quote unquote, right? Like legitimate probable cause for them to get laid off. Maybe that's the reason why they're just rolling over because they can't really let them go unless it's proved that they're doing something like that. Yeah. Just a theory. I don't really know. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And I'm kind of interested to know like what Microsoft has to gain out of Activision Blizzard, especially with their whole company's PR and their stock in the market just constantly just tanking down. So it's kind of interesting. Maybe they have some plans to like bring I mean, up some really good games through them. Who knows? Yeah, they've already
0: proven that they've, they've made several really successful games. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now you target that towards PC and Xbox what you know, what they own the most of. You know what I mean? Indeed. And now... All of those popular games and cop- popular game designers and, and teams that worked on all these big, big projects, they're going to make sure that those games revolve and are optimized for Microsoft's platforms.
1: Oh, indeed. I mean, we got StarCraft. That's a huge major game. Candy Crush, especially for mobile game apps. World of Warcraft, we already know how big that is. Yeah. Call of Duty years we've had call of duty diablo as well and overwatch how big it's become as well with communities
0: yeah like i said that's that seems like it would be a a good way to obtain a team that'll produce things for your products
1: yeah so the deal is 70 billion dollars to purchase it and And it looks like microsoft is closing in on the deal yeah and i
0: wonder if it's if it's like a discount, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the discount for for like its well, current uh, of,
0: yeah, because of their current situation, maybe it actually and their market value. Well, that's I mean, maybe it appraised for more previous all these issues and scandals, right? That is true. And now that they're going through the scandals, Microsoft's like, well, it was like a hundred billion, but you know, with all this bad press, I the most I can give you is seventy. <laughs> yeah, you know that is I mean? true. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean it could also be something like that. So now they're getting, you know, this team of game developers and designers that did amazing really badass games, but they're gonna get them at a cheaper rate because of the scandal.
1: And yeah, because it's like, of that, it's you like, know,
0: plummeted their stocks and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just like when I when like i went with my friends and stuff, and next thing you know I cough. It's like, hey, don't dime me because you're gonna bring down the property value. <laughs> right. But yeah, so if this actually happens, Microsoft is actually going to become the third uh, largest gaming company, and really? that's behind Sony and Tencent.
0: Tencent? Yeah. Can't say I heard of that one.
1: I've never heard of them either. Okay, well, what but did, what it looks they like to develop. Uh, so it looks like Tencent is actually a Chinese conglomerate, uh, tech conglomerate. Where they have expanded, invested into video game companies and everything, Um, and just video games in general as well. When it comes to, so they're
0: not like a video game company; they're like an investment firm that invests in different tech companies and gaming companies and stuff. I'm
1: gonna assume because a conglomerate means they have it's a multiple business in one. So I mean, they've invested into like the PC gaming, especially uh in China specifically uh they have a hundred percent stake in riot games and the riot games made league of legends and we already know how big league of legends is oh yeah and I think they also did epic games they helped with uh they have forty percent I think into Epic Games and if I'm correct Epic Games did for yeah they did Fortnite
2: Oh,
0: okay, okay.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty good um, one too. And I think Epic Games also made some of the games for Pokemon and Minecraft as well. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, they're touched into everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some of the other popular companies that they've invested in with some really noticeable games would be like Blue Hole. And they are known for Players Unknown Battlegrounds, which is also known widely as, as PUBG. Okay. And then they have a stake in Activision Blizzard at 5% as well. <laughs> and they also have a 80% stake in grinding gear games. Never and, heard of that one. Yeah, I've never heard of them either. Uh, But I mean, and they also have a, quite a lot of noteworthy investments into like mobile app games and everything.
0: Okay, yeah, so they're dispersed for sure.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, they're very dispersed. All right, so that would
0: put Microsoft third behind them and Sony.
1: Yeah, I mean, mean, we already know how big Sony is, especially in the gaming community.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Or how big Sony is and everything now. They're getting into cars.
1: I heard that they kind of rejected that, though. I think it's still under development, actually. I, I could have sworn I saw an article saying that they were rejecting the idea about making a car.
0: Okay, maybe I'll follow up on it. But the last I read that they were still uh uh prototyping one, mm-hmm. but I okay. could
1: be wrong. That's actually actually, uh, I mean, I can look it up right now.
0: Live producing. Uh,
2: uh,
0: you know what? I just looked it up right now. It's saying that uh, there's two articles that pop up when I look it up. It says one, why Sony may never build the Vision S. <laughs> Oh, so that's the article I saw. But that's like an opinion piece. Okay. And then the very next one, and they're both within 19 hours in one day. Like they're both within the same time, talking about um, Sony's uh, project is driven by software, not mechanics. <laughs> so it's, we'll see. I guess they're still they're still pushing through, but maybe there's people already speculating that maybe they won't be able to complete it.
1: Just imagine someone wants to troll them since their cars built on software so they just hack into it just just to fuck with their windshield wipers
0: well i mean all of them are gonna be software now dude
1: i know but i just say feel like everything. people like would troll and just like just hack into like the most simplest shit like windows windshield wipers
0: oh don't say that dude you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna because if anything they're not gonna troll for that it's gonna be hackers doing shit like they do with your computer and they're gonna put up advertisements and locks and shit.
1: <laughs> I mean was, uh, was it? wasn't didn't we cover on a company that was already gonna put ads in the car?
0: It was Ford discussing doing billboards like advertisements uh, in the car. No, yep. Ford no. Yep. 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 We will see what happens. I mean that was just something they put out as a patent. We don't <laughs> what if know... they
1: put the billboards on the front windshield as you're driving next and you you're blinded by <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean I was wondering if they were gonna do like a almost like a checkpoint rather than a billboard. They'll do a checkpoint, oh. and when you drive by a certain area or do a certain amount of miles, they're just gonna do some push ads into your uh, infotainment system or something.
1: Or they do push ads when you're at a stoplight because they know you're stopped. And you're not. You're not. <laughs> you're not yeah. driving.
0: That would be some bullshit. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, so will uh, Microsoft end up buying them? Did they say kind of like a, if this is already in the works or is this just negotiations?
1: It actually kind of looks like it's already been in the works for a while, actually.
0: Really? Okay.
1: And so, so... So maybe they got ripped
0: off and they bought it at 70 and then the scandal happened and it's worth 50
1: No, it kind of looks like this. <laughs> the talk's already started after the scandal.
0: Okay, all right.
1: Under my uh, presumption at the moment. Got it. But we'll just have to see, honestly.
2: Yeah.
0: Alrighty. Well, I guess we're talking a little bit of tech this episode. We kind of are, actually. I I don't feel qualified for this, Manny. I don't don't like this. (laughs) I don't like it. (laughs) You work at a computer
1: all day. What do you mean you're not qualified?
0: Yeah, just because I work on a computer doesn't mean I do anything with computers. (laughs) That is true. But anyways... Let's keep talking about things we're not qualified for. (laughs) 3G networks are going to disappear this year. And why do we give a fuck, Manny?
1: Why do we give a fuck? I mean, there's so many reasons why we should actually care because it will actually rupture entire systems, especially for vehicles.
0: I don't know about rupture. Let's not get dramatic here, Manny.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: They so, took our job. Right.
0: <laughs> so basically the big deal about this obviously we've moved anybody who has a cell phone that's probably the biggest thing we associate it with and if you've bought a cell phone within the last fuck probably like 10 10 years mm-hmm. probably since we've had the 4g right yeah actually i would say so yeah so if you bought a cell phone within the last 10 years you're probably not it's not going to affect your cell phone, obviously, because you're already on 4G. Now, most new ones are on 5G. But, and basically those are just the but 5G gives us
1: conspiracy theories, so we'll, we won't talk about that.
0: Oh, uh, dude.
1: <laughs> Somebody,
0: a good a friend of ours, I'm not going to say who, actually posted something about like radiation waves coming off of 5G and they can feel their stomach hurting.
1: I mean, if my stomach's hurting is because of hot Cheetos, but okay. No, oh, dude, I, was like, <laughs> I read that and I
0: was like, "No, he is he serious? He was serious. He was absolutely serious." <sighs> but you know that's where we are now. <laughs> but anyways, so basically, they're talking about uh, discontinuing a lot of these uh, 3G networks in order to create more broadband space for the 5G.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so, um. The way this is going to actually affect cars, though, is that a lot of the features connected with your cars, like uh, the navigation systems, even... Basically, your infotainment systems. Yeah, even smartphone connectivity and all that kind of stuff. Real-time traffic, maintenance reminders, emergency calls, roadside assistance, all these like features that are built into your infotainment systems on a lot of these cars...
1: Or just add-ons to your infotainment systems as well. Yeah,
0: they're not going to work anymore. And, you know, when they kind of brought it up, I thought they were, I thought it was going to be like older, older, like much older models. But the cars that are actually affected are pretty new, man. Like, they're not as old as you might think. Mm-hmm. So, there's a list here. Um, I'm going to put the link to this article in the show notes. And this way, if anybody has something in these ranges, maybe they can go look it up and find out whether they're affected and also find out if they're able to contact the manufacturer to uh, basically get something updated so they they can keep using their stuff.
1: Exactly. And so that's also like a big concern because are people going to get comped for upgrading their systems because of 3G networks finally being discontinued? Or will the companies actually take advantage to make a profit in, and make people pay to upgrade their systems, which I'm going to assume the latter, honestly.
0: So I I haven't seen anything about them getting comped, any extra pay for anything?
1: No, I'm saying like basically comped for not having to pay for the up, uh, updates on their, on their infotainment systems or anything that has to do with 3G networks in their cars. So
0: most of them seem like you can... They'll basically uh, do it for free.
1: Okay, okay.
0: But you have to contact them. And yeah. I don't know if all of them are going to have these updates. But um, basically, just a quick, quick rundown. I'm going to do just a really quick uh, model list, right? Mm-hmm. So for Acura, it affects the MDX, ILX, RDX, RLX, TLX. And NSX. And this is almost everything from 2014 to 2017. Oh, so not the
1: the older NSXs, then? No. Come on, dude. (laughs)
0: Um, And the RDX from 2019 to 2021. Okay. So that's quite a bit for those. For Audi, it does the (laughs) A345678. The RS5, the Q3, Q5, and Q7. And those range pretty much everything from uh, 2012 to 2018. Mm-hmm. Now, not all of them in every single model. I'm just kind of doing a quick, quick synopsis of the ranges, right? Uh, they said for BMW, um, <laughs> all... all, uh, all vehicles factory equipped with 3G telematics devices or retrofitted 2 g vehicles will be completely disconnected uh, from connected drive and BMW assistance services. Hmm. so BMWs on their webpage, they kind of um, they decline to identify what models are included.
1: <laughs> They're still um, trying to focus on the the boomer commercial. <laughs>
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe. But it sounds like you're okay with the BMW if it's a 2019 or later. So BMW themselves says they would try to contact the affected vehicle's o- owners in order to inform them that their car is eligible for a free upgrade. And note that not all cars will be eligible. <laughs> oh, shit.
1: So what do you do at that point if your your car has 3G? connection and it's not qualified what do you do at that point then
0: aftermarket upgrade <clears throat> i suppose that is I, true i mean how does the aftermarket kind of handle that too so we'll see that that'll be interesting to kind of find out too mm-hmm. it, it's kind of the same thing with uh um, with gm they kind of made a similar uh, a similar uh thing that bmw did so again it seems that uh GM's already started to make some of the software updates before this, but they didn't give us a full list either. Okay. Uh, Moving into like Honda. Honda seems to be like the worst one because most of all of the cars affected are all like 2018 to 2022. Shit. So they were still using a ton of that tech. So you could have a brand new one and it's going to stop working in February. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is that when it's going to get
1: shut off February?
0: Uh, for Hondas, whoever Honda uses for their 3G network, it looks like February uh, 22nd is their cutoff date.
1: So when's the official cutoff date for the 3G network and just in general?
0: Well, remember they all, they all use different, they all have their own, right? So whoever, yeah, yeah. Whoever they use, uh, theirs is going to get shut down in February and that's the Accord, the Odyssey, the Insight, the Passport, and the Pilot. Mm Mm-hmm. And then uh, Lexus, again, kind of did a similar thing as uh, BMW and GM. Uh, but they have not announced, uh, for Lexus and Toyota, actually, they haven't announced anything as far as what they're going to do for software or hardware upgrades for their cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Nissan, they do their cars affected are going to be Ultima, GTR, Maxima, Murano, Pathfinder, uh, Rogues. Centras and Titans, and the Leaf. What about the Juke? No Juke is on the list.
1: (laughs) It doesn't qualify. (laughs) It probably (laughs) never had a navigation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it says if you own any of those models, uh, the company recommends calling them to verify that your car is even going to be affected by it um they have their 3g connectivity through at&t which is the february shutdown and again nissan has no announcement announcements or plans on whether they're going to offer any software or hardware updates for anything
2: Mm -hmm.
0: dude it's going to be so shitty if most of these guys don't offer any updates (laughs) right (laughs) i'd be so pissed especially because they're all later you know they're all fairly new cars and you don't really want to swap those out to aftermarket stuff because a lot of times they're pretty nice now. You know, mm-hmm. they've gotten so nice now that you don't really want to swap them out with aftermarket no more.
1: It, I will have to agree on that, honestly.
0: Yeah, like you know, with older older cars, you swap them out because it was they always look like trash. But
1: <laughs> like with the new Ram trucks, the whole infotainment system center is just basically one big ass giant touchscreen. Where it has everything from the radio controls to yeah, there's your AC so much, climate controls.
0: They're so much nicer now, dude.
1: And I've seen those. But one of my cousins has a one of the newer models for the Rams. And when he showed it to me, I was like, "Dude, this is so nice."
0: I know. So, going into Porsche, the 911, the nine, uh, the 918, 718, the Cayenne, Macan, and uh. Uh, Panamera, and that's everything from 17 through 19. Again, they vary a little bit, but I'm just giving you a a casting a net. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Same thing. They said they're going to notify their people and um, let them know if they're eligible for an update. Subaru, it's Crosstrek, Forester, Legacy, Impreza, WRX, both regular and STI. And the Outback, and that's everything from sixteen to eight, 16 to nineteen.
1: Now, with Subaru, when they do, when they uh, let their consumers contact them for the upgrades, does does the upgrade also come with uh, head gaskets as well?
0: Nope, nope, nope. Just something about juice for the fucking vape. <laughs> but yeah, th- it's gonna affect their. Uh... They're Also, they have, like, an emergency system, too. So they have, like, an SOS emergency assistance. And uh, I guess some of them have, like, the, uh, the remote lock and unlock. Fuck, that's fucked up, actually. What? <laughs> Apparently, even their fucking keyless entry for uh, remotely locking and unlocking the car is going to get affected.
2: Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> that's fucked up.
1: That sucks.
0: Oh, that sucks, dude. Like, you're going to lose that?
1: <laughs> so does that mean that, like,
0: if you have keyless entry... It, a, I'm assuming it's an app for your phone. I don't think it's literally the key, like the key fob.
1: But, you know, like, you need the key fob just to turn on the car. Just uh, You need the key fob inside the car just to turn it on. Does that mean you won't be able to start it, uh, to turn it on either?
0: I don't think so. That seems a, a little bit more local. So you, you got to remember, they're using the 3G for like stuff that's communicating out, right? Like the, mm. like the traffic, right? To get traffic connected for the for the navigation, the uh, emergency calling assistance. Uh, that's why I'm thinking this remote lock and unlock is probably like an app for their phone.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, <laughs> but they said that Subaru is going to offer a complimentary software update that is available for subscribers to... Oh, that's fucked up. So they have to subscribe. <laughs>
1: uh, it's a Tesla and BMW Subaru's thing.
0: Subaru's uh, Starlink Safety Plus or Security Plus connected features. So that means, yeah, it's probably like a phone app and they have a subscription service and they will comp. <laughs> Do they, they have to comp- pay for
1: heated seats too? <laughs> right.
0: They will comp the software update if they're a subscriber.
1: <laughs> oh, that's... That's,
0: <laughs> that's dirty. Uh Teslas are also um um are also affected. Teslas? Yep. That's interesting. Yeah, I know. So it says that uh and that's most sedans built before 2015. Um and that's unless the owners pay two hundred dollars at a Tesla dealer to install an upgraded um LTE capable modem.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Without the upgrade, the Model S sedans will lose a ton of features like their wireless software updates, the, um, the traffic data, music streaming, and even the Tesla summon feature. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the summon from the parking lot or whatever. Yeah. To pick them up. And then there's a huge list of Toyotas. Holy shit. But like I said before, same thing. Toyota and Lexus are not offering... If they're going to do anything.
1: Oh, yeah, I just thought about something like because we were talking about the, the whole key fob situation and stuff. Would that also affect like people that try to do like. Uh, what do you call that, when you start your car from a remote
0: start so that yeah. you can warm it up before you get in there.
1: Do you think that would also affect it?
0: I would think so. OK, that's if interesting. it's done through this key fob, maybe not because you have to be kind of close enough. That's kind of a local feature, you know. But if it's something that's done on your phone through an app, I think that's the kind of stuff that will affect it for sure. So this will be interesting to see how they get affected. Um, I'm actually wanting to look up to see if my Buick, the wife's Buick got affected.
1: Now, do you think this is going to affect also aftermarket stuff that's still in 3G uh, signals as well? Absolutely, it will. I'm going to have to look at the aftermarket stereo systems that I have for the Mustang then.
0: Possibly, yeah. Do you get? Do you have live uh, traffic
1: updates on there? Not live traffic, but it does have navigation and all that stuff. So,
0: Okay, so just check your connectivity to see if it uses 3G stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to look at that up now.
0: So this will be interesting. I can't wait to see, uh, you know, because obviously it's not like this kind of stuff is talked about super prevalent everywhere. So I can't wait to see when people start going, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So we got about uh, another month. (laughs) Okay. To see everybody freaking out. So I thought it was super interesting and uh, thought I'd bring it up and give everybody a heads up. Whoever might be listening, if you have some. Uh, you know, a relatively new car that has these kind of features. Take a peek, see if you might need to get that up, up, uh, that software updated or a modem update. But, uh, with that, Manny, let's roll on to the next one. We beat the okay. dead horse. All right.
1: And it is that time of the year where Crunchyroll is now doing the anime awards for 2021. Uh, so, yes. They finally, uh, they actually finally gave out a list of the nominations the categories and everything so it's going to be interesting i mean it always it's always interesting to me honestly every year they do these because i i like to see like what animes were nominated for these types of awards and some sometimes i'm always impressed because like oh damn these animes were actually really good because i've already seen them and everything so of course, uh, as we said, as I've mentioned in some of the previous episodes, like especially for last year, categories we have is like anime of the year, best boy, best girl, best protagonist, best antagonist, best fight scene, best director, best animation, best character design, best score, best VA performance for English and Japanese, best opening sequence, best ending sequence. Best action, best comedy, best drama, best romance, best fantasy, best film. So those are those are the categories. Alrighty. And for anime of the year, we got eight eighty-six, eighty-six. I've actually heard good things about that uh, from some of my friends, so I was actually gonna start taking a look at that one. <clears throat> we also have Attack on Titan Final Seasons Part One. Jujutsu Kaisen part two. Because I guess they did the core system where like they'll have part one of the season one played out, and then wait a few months and then season part two of the of the season. So this one's gonna be part two of the of the season. Odd Taxi, Ranking of Kings, and Sunny Boy.
0: Okay, that's one of the ones you or the Ranking of Kings is one of the ones you were catching up on, right?
2: Yeah,
1: and honestly, I was actually very impressed with this anime. Um, it, it looks childish with the animation, the character designs and everything. But it has a really deep, meaningful story plot and everything. The, the interesting plot twists, how the character development is working, and just some of the character relationships with each other and everything. So, And the fight scenes. I was not expecting to see fight scenes like this. So this anime definitely impressed me all right best action i mean the titan had some good action demon slayer had some good action but i wouldn't say it was like the best action maybe because i don't know uh judo kaisen i would say definitely had the best action (laughs) yeah i'd say so oh did you actually finally catch up with judo kaisen i actually not caught up yet not caught up yet but what do you think so far
0: good great great yeah nice it, it nice. deserves to be on this list a bunch of times for sure yeah
1: so how far are you on it i'm actually interested i'm actually curious
0: i don't remember the episode number
1: <clears throat> okay uh quadruple s D, N, D, I don't know i'm not gonna say it <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants to look at this list they can look it up themselves i ain't saying that shit <laughs> V, v fluorites i song and one direct priority I'm kind of interested to check out Wonder Egg Priority now because it's been showing up a lot on this list.
0: Yeah, it has.
1: Uh, best Company, Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro, Nagatoro, Heaven's Design Team, Komi Can Communicate, Life Lessons with Uramichi Onisan. san Miss Ko-a, she's Dragon Mage, which I think the comedy was actually really good on that one especially,
2: <laughs> and
1: Auto Taxi. <laughs> Best drama 86, 86, 86, fruit baskets, kageki shoujo, odd taxi to your eternity, and wonder Egg priority. Best romance, beast stars, fruit basket, final season, doing toy with me, miss nagatoro, horayumiya, komi communicate, the duke and death, the duke of death, and his maid. Best fantasy, jobless reincarnation, which I think definitely gets it in my opinion ranking of kings good on fantasy as well the time i got reincarnated as slime also known as the slime anime that was actually pretty good on fantasy so if anybody's interested we can you can go on crunchyroll's website and vote now i think somewhere in february is when they're gonna stop the votes and maybe late february is when we're gonna see the results okay no uh so voting closes january 25th 5 p.m pacific time central if anybody's here locally with us and the results will be announced february 9th um i still don't see any where we're gonna where they're gonna stream the awards when they announce it so we'll be on the lookout for that
0: all righty many well let's get into our final topics here buddy all right
1: so i mean uh so you had a break job <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, so, so
1: what's what's so interesting about a brake job? I'm I'm actually curious to know. Absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay.
0: So this is like it maybe for other people, this is like totally old shit, but for me, it's kind of like I finally did it correctly. Not a break, not a brake job, but so the first time I did the rear brake pads on the type R,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh it has an electronic parking brake. Okay. And I had never done a car, like a brakes on a car with an electronic parking brake before. I did not know that I needed to plug it into the computer and actually like manually recalibrate the parking brake and all that stuff, right? For the Type R? For the Type R. Really? Yes. So you can't just like, uh you know, push or do the twist in of the caliper and call it good. Like you actually have to reset it. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. And the first time I did it on the Type R, um, I was trying to do something and it kind of forced its way out. And then I did them. And for whatever reason, I had no parking brake for a while. And I kept getting an error message on my screen and it wouldn't let me engage the parking brake. After about three days, it kind of reset itself. (laughs) Hmm. And I had a parking brake again. So uh brakes were due for the wagon um
1: bit and that, and that, i'm guessing that has an electronic brake system
0: it does it does uh the brakes were due on the wagon a bit prematurely probably because of the day i took it out to the track i probably cut its life expectancy in half but <laughs> But uh, I had to do the brakes and I figured, you know, I'm the type that uh, because I got I wore them out pretty far. I was like, yeah, I'll do the rotors, too, just so I have my own fresh set. Uh, now that the car will be driven normally and not taken out to the track. Mm-hmm. So this has an electronic parking brake. And since I had that experience with the Civic, I didn't want to repeat that on the wife's car. So I called my buddy who has one of those tablets for resetting all that stuff. Uh, plugged it in and actually did it correctly. <laughs> but the interesting thing was, is that I thought he had like a much more expensive tablet than I thought. So he brought out the tablet, plugs it in and under the OB um, OBD2 sensor, it, obviously as you go through it, it has all the stuff for recalibrating, um, the brakes for the rear parking brake. It has it for steering. It has it for um, put it doing a new key. Like it reads obviously. It reads fault codes and all that kind of stuff, right? And um, when I asked him which you know which one did he buy or how much it was, dude, he bought it at Harbor Freight. Oh shit! Yeah, I did not know Harbor Freight tablets actually like it did it well and it had. Tons of stuff on it. I did not know they had that shit.
1: How much does this go for? That's actually interesting.
0: Uh, you know, I I don't remember. Um, I think he said he paid like three or four hundred for it at the time, and he had not paid for the subscription. So they have a subscription you can do with the company, not Harbor Freight, specifically the people I guess that make the tablet Mm -hmm. that gives you updates for new cars so that you can always have the new data and the new uh, the new software things to run and pull codes from newer cars. Okay. And, dude, totally, totally impressed. And that's why I said maybe it's not new to some people because I'm the type that I go to Harbor Freight for a very specific thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it is never electronics. You know what I mean? So the fact that... Uh, and I've seen them there. Like I've walked by them, and I've seen that they have all these different kind of scanners and readers now. You know, mm-hmm. but literally, I've always been in the mindset of like, no, you don't buy that shit from Harbor Freight. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking move along. You know. Um, but uh, no, dude, it was actually badass. And a little bit of live producing here. It is actually eight ninety nine. Is the Zyrtec one that he had? Okay and the subscription is about 500 bucks for uh, for a year of subscriptions for su- for software updates. So I'm sure in comparisons, you know, you're if you look at the snap-on ones, dude, you're paying like 1500, 2 grand for those things. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, fucking gnarly, you know? But dude, it was fucking nice. I was super impressed by it. I think it's going to go on the list of tools I'm going to be buying.
1: I'm actually interested because uh, I think my my mom's Traverse is, has an electronic brake system, so I'm, I might have to actually look into that.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's super nice, man, and very easy, really quick to use. Like, I, I was just surprised that it was from Harbor Freight, and he's been using it now for over a year and a half, I think he said. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if he has an older model, and that's why he paid less for it, but yeah, dude, I think I'm putting this on, on my uh, on my list for things to pick up from Harbor Freight now. Okay. So I know it's like a stupid little bullshit story, but I was just so surprised that Harbor Freight's moved. You know, I know they moved up a little bit with things here and there, but fuck, I guess even a little bit of technology now. But let's get into our uh, last couple things here, Manny. Yeah. So we've talked about it for a while and we've mentioned it again and again and again, but, uh, I think it's time to do like an official feeler. So, uh, we want to do a track day with you guys, the listeners. So the plan is to rent out, um, apple Valley speedway. I think we want to keep it small this way. We can kind of run uh, grip and drift. And keeping it small just gives us max seat time and a more relaxed atmosphere. Uh, it really po-
1: does. I mean I mean we've had it we've experienced this before we've gone to like private track days at Grange before and it was just very nice just like the low level of amount of people, the low level amount of cars on the track. Some cars had enough free space to be able to drift along their way while others were still trying to track through it as well. So it was just kind of nice just seeing how it was played out.
0: Absolutely. So we are going to get and reach out with uh, Alex and Alex (laughs) (laughs) Um, about helping us organize this since they, since they have a ton of experience and, you know, they know the, the owners of the track well enough for everything like that. Right. So we Mm -hmm. get the best information for it, best way to approach it. But we want to hear from you guys and see who would be interested in actually doing a track day. We would probably set it up on a Sunday to accommodate Manny's schedule the best, right?
1: Yes, actually.
0: Okay. So we'd probably be shooting for a Sunday. And I think once we kind of have a, a little core group of people that are interested in going, we're gonna we're gonna talk to Alex and Alex and, and we'll get a date booked out. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: we will be doing a posting later this week. Uh so keep an eye out for it. You can reach out to us, send us a DM or something, and this way we can kind of put you on a short list of uh Of candidates to go and I'm thinking what do you think Manny maybe sub 20 people
1: Mm. yeah I think 20 would be good around around
0: 20 maybe less something like that just to keep kind of keep it small and intimate yeah and uh, let us know I think I think it'll be a lot a lot of fun I think for that track I don't know if I would want to do grip (laughs) I think just because uh, the the larger tracks have ruined it for me, I think I might just see about trying my hand at learning some drifting. Nice. So I'll get the fox body ready. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be down. I got plenty of fucking wheels I can throw tires on. (laughs) Nice, nice. But all right. Um, And last but not least, um, again, we said it before. We have a great supporter over at TFT Performante. Get you your parts. Get your services done. Get your your oil. oil.
1: If you want to do wraps as well. Maybe designs. I I don't know if they do designs, but I'm pretty sure they could. You just have to talk to them and everything. They'll be more than willing to help you and everything. And just let them know that we sent you from Unaccepted Podcast.
0: Yep, send uh, TFT Performante a DM on Instagram. He is tagged in a ton, a ton of our posts. His name is Scott, and he's a good guy. He'll take care of you guys.
1: Yeah, and he's he'll be basically the spokesperson for all the services in there in that in his shop and everything.
0: Yes, he will represent you. (laughs) Yeah, he's a good guy. He's just looking to. Uh, build his business and support the podcast and support our listeners, which is fucking great. awesome of him. Uh, But I think with that, Manny, let's call this
1: an episode, buddy. We
0: most definitely can. All right. Why don't you tell them where they can find us?
1: Yeah, you can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website, unacceptedpod.com.
0: And be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you want to send an unaccepted rev or send us an email questions, you can email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see everybody next Wednesday.
1: Adios.